Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Zoe B. I'm Cass. And we're fine. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. So fine, in fact, that we are going to answer some of your questions. But before we answer that, we actually have an update uh, of, of a previous question for, um, uh, if, I don't know if, if some of you might remember, uh, a couple of weeks back, there was a, um, a fucking dog behavior by one individual. Um, woof, 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 woof. Who, dog who, cunt central. Dog cunt central. <laughs> who was, uh, yeah, using lockdowns and COVID as a little bit of, uh, I guess, a bit of smoke and mirror to hide their dog behaviour, uh, and was uh, stepping out on. Um, well, we initially thought uh, the person who emailed in and um, their very good friend, but. We have uh, some updates uh, they've emailed in, and uh, <clears throat> we'll just get right to it because, um, yeah, this, this dog gets doggier. So, woof, woof. <clears throat> woof this woof. dog is actually making, like, a bad name for dogs. Mm. I want to apologise to dogs on behalf of this person's behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, you're absolutely right. Total piece of shit, and it was not just the two of us. A month Jesus. later, he was in a relationship, and a month after that, the new girl announced her pregnancy. So... The math makes it pretty obvious there. And while he didn't give them COVID, he did give both of them chlamydia. Dog cunt. Dog cunt. Dirty fucking dog cunt. Uh, <laughs> Look, I don't. Th- I think that the stigma around STIs is just completely. We don't need stigma. I agree, Cass. But like, I, th- I think they don't have stigma because like they just spread. They can go away. It's mm-hmm. you know we've ha- got things. But I just would like to ascribe stigma towards the spreader in this mm, instance. Mm, yeah. I will be revoking my no stigma. Ah, um, that's fair. <laughs> you can't uh, revoke the no stigma. Oh, it's yeah. revoked. No, no stigma for the recipient. No, definitely but, not. But a lot of stigma for this you dog can't cunt. Yeah. Differentiate Actually, the stigma. Yes, no, we no, can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just I've just realized I don't want I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh yuck for having chlamydia. No, yuck for spreading, spreading chlamydia, chlamydia. Yeah. Mm, mm, without mm. being sensible and safe and you know. Because yeah. this is a clearly piece of shit a, a, behavior. A piece yeah. of shit. Dog can't. Following on, on unsafe behavior, yeah. which Definitely. So uh yeah, they they they've now yeah, taken medication. All good. That's all yeah, uh, sorted. Uh so they yeah. live in Melbourne, you know. Um 
believed they were intimate partners, which meant it had to be exclusive, which is why the conversation was a bit weird and roundabout, um, (laughs) made assumptions, and uh, he took advantage of that. So, yeah, yeah, even more of a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, really specific in yeah. Melbourne where it's like you get one intimate partner. Mm, mm, I mean, this, mm. look, that is that is like an extra this layer. Guy's, this guy's ticking a lot. Uh, like, he's doing well. Like he's really just 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 bad in every yeah. way. I'm impressed. Like, what's what's this, the scumbag checklist? Can we go through it all? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you know, I feel Andy like has a in- soul patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Plays guitar, you say? Only oh, does one here's, song. Here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the person continues, as for me, it's been almost a year and I've since met someone. I'm in the healthiest relationship of my life. It caught me totally off guard, but it seems to be working. We both have separately been to therapy and our communication is wonderful. My friend Aww. and I are closer than ever and she's been my single bubble in some lockdowns, which is fantastic to hear. That so it's, it's nice to That's hear really that from nice. this yeah. absolute, really you know, nice. dog shit behaviour by this one. That absolute cunt that, you know, these, things, these nice things are, are, are happening. So it's and good, I think it's the maturity to, to come out of it, yeah. 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 Oh, well and to... What a what a beautiful thing to be like. We're both in therapy and just oh my god, yeah. met just, someone. They're in therapy. I'm in therapy. We've done this thing. We're communicating. It's a good and that's Oof. great. Uh, that is just like to to know that there won't be any issues that arise that hmm. that could have been dealt with in therapy beforehand. Yeah, yeah to, or yeah. to know that like you both have the tools that mm. you need to work through and come out of it or mm. work through and be like, oh, no, we've identified this as something that is like, cool, mm. we call it or we don't call it. Mm. There's not going to be miscommunication. You're mm. not going to be like all those stupid rom-coms where it's like, but I thought you meant this. And it's like, <laughs> no, I've always loved, like, ugh. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay, so happy I think, for you. Congratulations. I think their, um, you know, their, their, their main concern last time when they, when they did email in was just to do with, like, you know, how do they move on and, you know, how do they kind of, you know, trust again, as it were. And it, it sounds like, well, I guess with a bit of therapy and a lot in a bit of time, yeah. um, and I guess a good a lot of communication. Yeah, things seem Which to be. Which is um, everything we suggested. So we yeah. know we are clever geniuses. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> always Woo. listen to us. Um, yeah, because we're always just saying, "See a psychologist." See a therapist. Just, just quickly, I reckon yep. uh, the, the, what you're saying, Cass, about like them both going to therapy and that's good. I totally agree with that, but I also think there's like that funneling thing where anyone who actually will go to therapy is automatically a type of person which is like maybe going to vibe better with someone who also is that type of person. Oh, that's yeah, a good actually. point. I mean, anyone yeah. who's open to change is probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, anyone like who is open to working on themselves and acknowledging a separate side to a story. Um, mm. Yeah. I think that the accountability as well, that going to see someone getting help for your own stuff is like, cool, you know how to not take things personally, but you also know how to be accountable and be and like show up for a person in a really positive way. That's what I mean. Like that's a huge like funneling already of the type of person in a weird way. So yeah, I think that's- uh, Oh yeah. Like yeah. someone saying they've seen a psychologist, you're like, green flags. Yeah. That's actually, no, not green flags. Those little, those little red pointers mm. that the aeroplane yeah. people yeah. are like, land the plane. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost like a beacon. Yeah, come on, come on, then. All right. Yeah. Big, big lighthouse, but this time you hit the rock. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, we have a, quest- a question here from uh, a listener. So, f- uh, first off, love the show. Been listening to all the content I can for a good few years. Cheers, thank you. Yeah. My yeah. partner and I broke up three weeks ago. Uh, we've oh. been together for 
two years, and as a demisexual romantic, I only really tend to enter a relationship with people I can see a long-term future with. So this was my first proper relationship in a good few years, and someone who made me happy and made me feel accepted you know, as a transgender lesbian, which is a rare feeling. So this was a woman I was casually expecting to be a life partner. We broke up essentially because she didn't think she was good enough for me, and the stress of trying to match me was becoming too much. I think we could have worked through it, but if both parties aren't invested, then it's just not going to work. We are trying to remain close friends because I truly value and care about her, and she is a good person. You know, my pain has not obstructed that. I had a few breakdowns. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Took the next day off of work, I was taking a week, uh, to see my sister and <laughs> since then thrown myself headfirst into work and projects and, and social distractions because in the quiet, when I can think, it, it all gets a bit much. As I did yesterday, when something triggered a reminder of how much I'd lost in her and it felt like I was super heated, then super cooled and a knife plunged into my heart and dragged downwards. I'm currently applying to see a counsellor to talk about this grief period in my life, as well as how growing up LGBT plus in a conservative family has impacted my self-worth. Your discussions have always uh, proven very educational and therapeutic, and in a way I think I kind of need to hear some blunt Aussie takes, especially Zoe, on how I should grieve, move on, and when I'm ready, find someone who will match me. Hope you're all well, and lots of love from the land of Hegis. So I can only assume they're from Ireland. (laughs) We go to geography Uh, Right, so uh, look, again, uh, going through a breakup sucks Especially when either you're not the one that instigates it Uh, It's never never a fun thing And it sounds like you were just going through that grief period of a relationship And yeah, experiencing uh, uh, that which is is always always awful Uh, Do do take off sometimes, maybe more than a day uh, I do recommend But yeah, I'm also sequestered for the game because I'm 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 a bit stupid uh, and ignorant. Uh, what is a demisexual romantic? I'm 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 unaware. From I just what looked it up. I understand, and and I'm the expert. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, demisexual is someone who feels sexual attraction after romantic feelings have developed. Yeah. Okay, demisexual people only feel sexually attracted to someone when they have an emotional bond with the person. Okay, yeah, that uh, makes sense. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, Which is a, probably the most healthy way of actually in a lot of ways. That's the least. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like anything it, else. It, it, is, it is a really healthy way. I do think it is part of the sexuality spectrum in the fact that you feel no sexual attraction unless you are like emotionally invested in the person. Yeah. It's weird, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Because like, like we're still horny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Obviously, when you're in a relationship and you've got a long-term partner, you're the most horny for them. But, like, when you're single, mm. you, George and I, like, horny still exists. And you can still be like, that person's hot, so I want to get to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Where get to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You lead <laughs> with the horn. I want to take you... them to tea. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful rhinoceros, horn first. Mm. That is how it happens for That's a lot how of people. We do. Okay. Some people yeah. horn last. I can't think yeah. of an animal that has the horn behind them. Yeah, I was trying to also think of a, a snake. Uh, a, tail. The a snake. <laughs> scorpion. A scorpion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that that does come out for them. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nature needs matter. to work we're being with us lost. We're being lost in this metaphor. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I went to like maybe a, a stegosaurus. Um, yeah. Which, oh yeah, horn behind. Yeah. Okay. But that's like you know been dead for a while. So I don't mm-hmm. know. 
again, lost in this metaphor. Interesting, right? <laughs> hey, look. On it. Wait, wait, look. Yeah, look, it, it, it slipped away from us, uh, <laughs> but here we are. Um, yeah. But yes, no, in, in terms of like dealing with a relationship and <laughs> it, it it does suck, you know, it's it's never, you know, again, time will heal most wounds. Um, yeah. Uh, and again, you are you are obviously ex- experiencing this grief, and and you're experiencing, and it is a weird and thing. And it is grief, like it's yeah. super important to stress that it is grief. Okay. Yeah, the, I, yeah. Gonna, I want to throw this out there just as a possibility. No, right? no. just devil's advocating it. We don't have no. enough context for everything here. Okay. Is there a chance that this person isn't dealing with the fact that maybe they're fucking furious at this other person and they're being super too polite about things? That the other person's kind of a piece of shit. In this context, <laughs> and they're just not letting themselves realize that. Is there a possibility I'm, based on this information? I'm, I'm very pro thinking your ex is a piece of shit <laughs> as a way to move on from a relationship. If anything, it's healthy. Yeah. It's very healthy. It's very. I'm a very big avid believer, and Cass can attest to this, yes. that if you are going through a breakup, <laughs> mm-hmm. I will explicitly tell you in detail why your ex is a piece of shit and why yeah. you should hate them. 100%. Zoe mm. so has very given good. me the advice before because I, I relate to uh, this person where, like, if you are heartbroken, it is a horrible feeling. It is grief because grief is what happens when we experience loss, and we can experience grief due to loss where it's a loss of a partner, mm. Uh, from what this person is describing, it sounds like they're also grieving the loss of their future. Um, yeah, that's what is, I was going to get across. Like, it's just it's you, you're yeah, you're grieving what you, didn't happen. Yeah, you're grieving mm. multiple things, and I mm. think acknowledging the kinds of grief you are feeling is really important. But yeah, I I, I do the same thing. I experience that same kind of grief. Like you're heartbroken. There's like there is nothing really that can. I feel like when you're heartbroken. Everyone can say the nicest things to you and stuff, but it is one of those things where you just you just got to, like, the only way out is through. And things can make it, nothing makes it less bad, but you can have a lot of people around you to help you feel better. Mm. Um, and, yeah, Zoe, Zoe will be there being like, hate them. Hate you need to I channel do, I, hate. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think it's, it's easier because what, from my experience, is what I've noticed is that if you don't hate them, you start hating yourself. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And I was going to say that makes sense in a way. Yeah. Like, this is someone's if someone's at fault here because the re- because the relationship didn't work. If I have like nothing but positive feelings for them, then it has to be me that's the problem. Yeah. Mm. Or if they're so perfect, then and yeah. this didn't work. Then I must be the one that's fucking it up somehow, which yes. I think is not the right way to. No, yeah. which isn't the right way. So if it's it's not like. It's not a perfect fucking plan, but it's gonna <laughs> it's work. Perfect. It not is forever. perfect. Three months though. Fucking no, and shit. I do Fuck think em. like like I I have very strong rules as to how like a breakup should go. Like, and if I'm going through a breakup, I'm like these are things I have to do to do this breakup right and to move on from this breakup. I am I'm not someone who says you can't be friends with your ex. I think you need to take a substantial amount of time away from them, though, after a breakup. I think you need to take at least three months Mm. not talking to them because you can't deal with your grief of losing them while still having them in your life. In my opinion, I know Mm. that there there are definitely people who are able to do that. I'm not one of them. Mm. By taking time apart, now, when I see my exes, and there are a couple that through social circles I do run into every now and then, I don't have any feelings towards them at all. Obviously, like, 
there are points where I'm like, that's that guy's still a piece of shit. You know, like, fuck that, fuck, fuck that person. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. At that point, like, like so much time no has passed. <laughs> Never let go. Yeah, more more likely than not, you know, like, and those situations are from the the relationships mm. where where I have been in fucking finger quotes like wronged, but. Like, with my other exes, like, if I run into them, I'm just like, oh, hey, man, how are you doing? You know, there's no, because I haven't thought about them in forever, dealing with them isn't a really big thing because I haven't been dwelling. I haven't been trying to move through my feelings. I've dealt with my feelings towards them. I've dealt with the heartache and all of this shit. So now when I see them, that doesn't bubble up to the surface. Mm. So, I, yeah, big believer in taking some time apart just to, like, grieve feel your feelings, and then you're able to feel your feelings without them being around. I also think that when you're in this place of grief and you're trying to maintain a relationship with this person, you can sometimes make it worse huh. because you're dealing, you're acting very emotionally or they are acting very emotionally and they're still trying to keep a level of closeness that is unattainable if you're not in a relationship. Mm. So having some time apart and then when you do come back together, it's almost starting from zero. So you get to focus on a friendship rather than trying to take a step down from a relationship into a friendship. In my opinion. Mm. Yeah, no, look, I reckon that's 100% true. Who's ever acted sane when their emotions are involved? (laughs) No, exactly. Like, I know that through breakups. Who's ever made the situation better? (laughs) I know through, through breakups that I've had that I've had... Like, my exes just be like, hey, I know we said that we were going to be friends, but actually for the sake of my own sanity, we need to stop talking because you're trying to maintain a level of relationship that I wouldn't give to a friend. Mm. Exactly. Um, But I would give to a partner, so we need to, like, take some time apart. So I think time apart. It's a hard reset. you gotta, you got to turn it's, it off. Yeah, you got to hard again. reset it and then meet up again in, like, three, four, five, whatever, a year fucking down the track. And then you get to start a friendship relationship, mm. you know. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, okay, I, I kind of want to back that up because again, I'm yeah. I'm also of, of your ilk, though, where I just, yeah. I cannot. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'll be friends with an ex. No. Um, it's just one of those things. That, I don't know. Some people, some people can. I'm, I'm not, not one of them. No. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, a, a, a break from them is really good. But I also I have that problem where... Um, yeah, I've, I've realized I have object permanence issues. You know, like a baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peekaboo. W- yeah, pff, where'd they go? Uh, so if they, if they, if I'm not really seeing them, they don't exist for me. Um, well, that's cheating. which is great. Um, ah. <laughs> yeah, you so, break so, up, you're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> gone, gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but so that's an issue I have to deal. With. But yeah, no, it's, it's that thing where you have to like, you do need to have at least a several months. If yeah. not more of of separation, because again, yeah. you, you can need to be fall over into the those. Breakup. In mm. fact, the only reason it could possibly work is if the person who, like, someone's being manipulated. There's someone who thinks there's potential for it to be more, and then the other one's just like putting up with it because like whatever, and they just drag it out long enough to end up being friends. That's the only way I could see that working. Mm. And that's kind not of. healthy. And that's yeah, not at all healthy. <laughs> See, I would love to offer a different perspective. Yes. Um, and I know you specifically asked for blunt Aussie takes, and I am about to give you the softest of pillows. Mm. Um, <laughs> but just just as an alternative perspective, because from, from your email, if you're not ready to do that, mm. and I don't think it's bad advice at all, I have, I have done the opposite, where go through a breakup and you're like, let's just keep talking. And let me tell you, it's not easy, and you have, you have to talk through what you're feeling and what you're going through. And obviously, you know, you are a person, they are a person, you're going to be able to find a balance as to what's too much, what's not enough, and, like, you know, what things you're going to have to discuss with your psychologist or therapist first. But if you want to maintain a friendship, you need to be really clear about what that friendship means. You might have conversations where it's like, you can't talk to me about that anymore. Like, I'm sorry, I'm just not comfortable with it. You need to make it really clear what you are comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, you have to you have to really talk through it just to make sure it's going to work and mm. and and that's the thing if if you start if you have started down this path and you're like I really do want to be this person's friend and it's not working you can be like no I need a break and that is yeah. fine you're allowed to do that um the only problem is I'm saying if the other person says that back that could be pretty hard it's almost like breaking up again <laughs> well that that but that is the thing and I you've just say- got to cop it like unfortunately yeah it, it, that's that's the thing about breakups and grief. And I know for mm. me, when I was going through it, I was able to, and I feel really lucky that I was in a position where I was able to identify these things, but I was like, okay, any feelings of like jealousy or disease that I have are because I have lost a relationship. I was able to be like, I still have this person in my life. They're still my friend. I'm happy with the relationship we do have, but I have experienced loss of a partner. And that is the thing that was really upsetting to me um, and caused my grief. So I was able to identify what kind of grief it was. Mm. And for you, what you've described, it looks like you've got like loss of future, loss of Mm. partner. And I know for a lot of people it can feel like, you know, loss of a friend. And like there are so many different kinds of grief and loss that you can experience in a breakup. I will say as well, for me, whenever I've had my heart broken (laughs) or broken my own heart um, and you go through the grief, the thing that I've found is that grief to me feels like time stopping and f- the thing that gets me out of grief and helps me with move on is you manually have to restart it. So you have to make sure you do something with your time yeah. and even even if it's not a productive thing, who cares? If you are doing something to restart time for yourself, that is the thing that helped me mm. move 
through it. Because even if I wasn't doing anything productive or good, I was still doing something. I was still moving forward in the trajectory of my own life. It didn't matter which, like, which direction, you know, it was still happening. I was making sure it was still happening around me, even if the moments themselves were shitty. And that was what really helped me because grief just feels like everything stops. And it's super important to surround yourself with the people that love you. Oh, my God, yes. In this situation, like, I know with my last breakup, the first person I called was Amit. And I was like, can you come pick me up and can you come bring me to your house so I can just be surrounded by people? Yeah. And that whole night it was just like, no, everyone made sure I wasn't alone. Everyone made sure that, like, even me being the kind of person that I am, everyone would be like, do you want a hug? <laughs> With such a fun, because I don't normally. Yeah, and then I'd be, like, yeah. I'd be like, yes, please, this might be a situation where a hug is needed. Mm. And the reason, like, that was so good is because I was going through this breakup where my my two closest female friends at the time <laughs> were overseas. And so I felt like the the two women that I would get together to be like, let's go drink and let's go like just forget all about this were just on the opposite side of the world. And I was like, I need to just be around people at this point. And then I remember like Cass, a couple of weeks later, we grabbed you as well and we're like, let's go out. Yeah. Like, let's go out and let's just fucking drink and let's just be debaucherous. And then, funnily enough, you had also gone through a breakup. It was so this- funny. We went out. You go. We went out and we are like, yes, we're going to be there for Zoe. And then we like, um, the night was for you. We wanted to make you feel great. And then, you know, I'm going through my own shit. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good with this for the moment. Then you're like, how are you? And I'm like, well, actually, I had a breakup yesterday. <laughs> No way! What are the No way! We've just been like, I've just been complaining for like three or four hours at that point before I let anyone else talk. Oh, I was so fine with it. I was there being like, I am here for Zoe, and it was Mm. it was still super fresh. So I was like, Mm. you know, you know, when you go through something pretty awful, and you know you're going to tell all your friends anyway because it's going to impact your life and how you are. And so for like an hour, you're just like, let's not. I'm not going to mention it. I'm just going to have a nice time. <laughs> he was like, I won't, I won't bring it yeah. up. And then, like, we went an and got debaucherously like, oh, drunk. <laughs> He's like, Oh my god, why yeah. do you say anything? He's like, I just wanted it to be normal for a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and then, like, do the breakup things because they work. Mm. Like, go get a pint of ice cream. Go have like a girls' day or a guys' day or a non-binaries day, and mm. like surround yourself with good people because that's what's going to make you remember that you are loved. Mm. and you're going to feel it, then you're going to be like, oh, I don't need it from one specific person. Mm. I have all, so many good people in my life. Yeah. Um, and like Zamet said, it is just time. Like you're just going to one day wake up and it's not going to hurt and it's going to be the weirdest thing because it's going to be yeah. something that occupies your brain for so Because my last breakup dragged on for like over six months, which is stupid and i remember like ye- a year or two later i met up with my ex and we like not like we didn't get down for like we didn't meet up for coffee but we ran into each other and i just remember saying to him like i was like that breakup sucked because you dragged it on and on and on and it could have been something that i could have been over and done with like in a <laughs> month or two but you just kept throwing more curveballs at me through the breakup <laughs> that I had to, like, deal with it again and again and again. Yeah, process every little different bit of grief to be yeah. like, oh, I mm. lost my partner. Oh, okay, they also cheated on, oh, my fuck. Oh, oh he <laughs> cheated on me okay. with a friend of mine. Oh. oh now i got to deal with that too. Now oh, i got to deal with chlamydia. all of these things. <laughs> yeah, i got this chlamydia. Like, oh. 
So, now I gotta go to the doctor. Fuck. <laughs> well, I did because he'd been cheating on me. I had to go to yeah, the doctor, which was another thing because I was no, like, look, well, I, I, I had to do the same thing it. when yeah. I um yeah also had a breakup and it was just like they didn't you know like like uh, well I I never like I guess confirmed or denied but like there was the you know the, the trust was gone so yeah. I was more more of a. Well, look, it might have happened, so I may have, just Just in in case, case, I'll go get tested because, fuck, I don't know what they were doing. Exactly. So just for your own sense of of security, you're like, I'm going to go do this. So it dragged on. And so if you can streamline that process, you'll just stop thinking about it one day and it'll be the most surreal thing because it's going to be something that, like, occupies so much of your brain for this period of time. And then, like, one day it'll only take up, like, 90%. And then one day only take, and then you just you're just not thinking about it anymore. The the weirdest thing is waking up one day, going about your day, and then realizing that you haven't thought about it, mm. and being like, I just didn't. I just been. I've just been living. I've not. It hasn't affected me, and it's so nice. Mm. Um, oh, I, yeah. I also wanted to say as well. Um, I mentioned at the start, like there are so many things around you that it. You know, the grief's not going to feel better without time and processing it, but other things can sort of bolster you up. I always, anytime I have a broken heart or I'm grieving some sort of loss and it's around some relationship, doesn't matter what kind, I always try and like appreciate that that can really only come about from having a like a capacity to love. <laughs> and Aww. it looks like you have like it looks like you've got such a beautiful capacity to love and the way that you're talking about this person that you really care about them, you value them, like you see all the beautiful traits in them. Like mm. that's that's you, and of course mm. it's them. But like that is what makes any relationship, friendship, whatever, otherwise. And I think that is really beautiful, and it's something that you should celebrate. And it's not going to make it hurt less, but I think it's something no. that you should still be really proud of. And especially no. the way that you yeah. talk about building a future together, your capacity to love beyond the limits of the present day, I think is beautiful. And mm. I can understand grieving a loss of future, but you will still have a beautiful future, even if it's not exactly how you planned it. But none of us will ever be able to see the future in the way. I think you are pretty set on being able to picture a beautiful future, and I think it should be a fun surprise as to how it turns out that way, because the life that looks like you've planned is so nice, and you deserve it, and you will get it, because it looks like you are so open to it. So, of of course, you were going to find someone, and if that is what you want... I think I think celebrate all of your beautiful capacity for love because that's really nice. It's really nice to read this. I am so sorry you are going through it because it's it sucks. There's nothing you can do apart yeah. from when sometimes and sometimes the you just need to hear someone say oh, it's, it's just it's just shit. <laughs> yeah. Softest of softest. softest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing because I'm, I'm like it's that sort of like you know jewel mind because it's like here at Why Am I Sad? We are very pro breakup. Um, oh yeah, it doesn't like, make it any him. better. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Streamlining happiness in the long term. Exactly. Yeah. So again, there's that kind of thing where it's just like, look, it's it's probably, you know, in, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, you were in the relationship for a couple of years, and look, it 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 didn't work, unfortunately, and that's kind of, I guess, nice to find out then, uh, yeah. as opposed because to you know, six years down two, there. There's only yeah. two ways that relationships end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You break up or you die. Or you die. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a kind of thing. <laughs> and be glad where you're alive. <laughs> we are. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, so it's a kind of thing where it's just like again, we're very pro breakup, especially when the relationship was you know not 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 viable basically. Yeah. Um, and so even though you know it's you know the reason why is because the other person is saying oh, I'm just not you know I don't feel like I'm good enough for you, et cetera, et cetera. Which and you feels know what? Like, by the way, that feels oh, yeah. like 
Yeah. That's 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 a that's sus it. line. Let me just yeah. say it's sus as hell. But you know who gives it a shit? You know true, you're right. Saying, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know blunt, what? That's a you know that's what I would oh, look, say it's... if I was like. I gotta get out of here. You know what I mean? Fair (laughs) enough. But all I say is, it's like, and if that's the case, then you know what? You are too good for them because it's a piece of shit thing to say. So, well, but I mean, you know. (laughs) <laughs> again, again, breakups are messy. Breakups are, are are never like it's a textbook thing, and it could just be their way of trying to, you know, use kid kid gloves. And again, maybe be the softest of softest breakups. Um, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, change anything. And the fact that they're just saying, like, look, um, you know, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Um, which is basically what it is. Which is basically what it is. And you know what? So much better than me, you know. Yeah. But honestly, who? If they're saying that, they clearly just didn't want to be in the relationship anyway, which is probably good that you're now broken up. So in the, in, the lo- in the long run, it's very much a positive thing. And I always look at breakups as a very positive thing, especially mm. if, you know, you were coming out of, you know, it doesn't have to be a toxic relationship. It just, it just can be a relationship that just wasn't fulfilling and it wasn't ticking any sort of boxes. It was just like stagnant, going nowhere. And so it is, it's nice to have, have that, I guess, realisation. Sucks that it didn't come from you, had to come from them. But and, it does sound and, like, as you're saying, that it was mm. for a while as well. Like, it wasn't mm. like a coming out of nowhere, this thing, it sounds like. There was a period of like, oh, this isn't working. And then it happened. So it's like, mm. it's better, so, you know? It's, like, it, it's heaps better that it just, it just happened. And it's, uh, you know, now that's no longer your problem. Now you get to move forward. Yeah. And, you know, grief is fixed. It's, it, grief sucks. Grief is, it's hard. Um, I'm still going through it. There are times when poof, it just kicks, like now. Uh, but I think when I was going through it all, you know, Cass, you, you did say something that was really nice, which was the whole, you know, grief is that big ball. And you're in that square. And there's that button. So with grief, it never goes away, depending what it is, depending what you're grieving. And if it is a relationship that means a lot to you, it might not go away. <laughs> or at least for a long time. And that's okay. But with time, the ball gets smaller and the button gets hit less, which is nice. Uh, and so you, I guess, yeah, really it is just time. Unfortunately, it is just time. And it always is just time. And as, as a person who is, has a very strong and weird and interesting relationship with time, where I don't know if it necessarily exists and I can be very, very impatient, it sucks that time is the answer. But... You'll get through it. Especially at the start, I reckon. The first few yeah. weeks, the first it's like, weeks. it's just waste time. <laughs> like, whatever yeah. you can do just yeah. to pass the day is all you got to do. Yeah, like, that- the emotions are too big then to do anything with. Yeah, it's just, just like just, it's about filling your filling your cup with anything else. Yeah. Mm. And I do uh-huh. think it's important to acknowledge that with this person, she's, you know, part of the LGBT, and that has an impact on how you view yourself. Mm. Especially when you grow up, when you grow up in a world that like doesn't accept you, it's really easy to feel unlovable. It's really easy to to feel like you're not worth anything because you've been told your whole life that what you inherently are isn't worth anything. Those people are wrong. Like just to fucking clarify <laughs> that, if that didn't need to be clarified, like those people yeah. are wrong. <laughs> You know, Mm. like, it's so important to know that you are so worthy of love. Every little LGBTQIA plus kid is so worthy of becoming an adult that deserves love and is lovable and can love. 
you know, the the world is super weird at the moment, you know, because I see more and more kids who it, it's getting easier and, and every generation I think feels this. Hmm. And, you know, ho- hopefully one day these kids won't feel ostracised and weird about who they are and who they choose to love. But I understand that it does, when you grow up in that environment, it does have an impact. So for hmm. this person, I you know, from one queer kid to another queer kid who is now a queer adult, like, you're so worthy of love. You're so worthy of it. And it might take time right now. You know, I'm not someone that love is, like, it was super easy to find and it still hasn't been super easy to find. But at the same time, like, I know that I'm worthy and this person is worthy and every other little LGBTQIA kid is worthy. 100%. Yeah. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George. I've been Zoe B. I've been Cass. We're fine. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put summer in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. 